for far too long. We've been told what to do, what to think, how to be. No more. The old paradigm is crumbling, falling all around us. Burn it all. It's my mission to bring you back to your natural state of luxury, to lead you to an empowered place with energetic intention. Luxury is a personal, expansive experience, one that's been kept from you, hidden away, a soul experience broken into a million pieces. Luxuriously fierce is for those who know there's more, who desire more, even if you don't know what more is. It's for those who are ready to burn old paradigms to the ground and walk through the flames to the other side. For those who are ready to be bold in their being, fierce in their feminine. Luxuriously Fierce is not just a brand, it's a movement. It's not something I do, it's something I am. Together, we are setting fire to the old and forging a new path, a new world. One where openness and truth are the norm, where changing the world begins with healing yourself. If you're here on this earth, in this lifetime, to light a fire and burn everything you believe to be true to the ground, Welcome to my world. Burn it all and watch the ashes fly. Welcome back to the Luxuriously Fierce podcast. I'm so excited today to have Lindsay Zamiti here with me. Lindsay is a licensed clinical social worker who's been working in this field for 19 years. She focuses on holistic healing by helping clients remove seemingly impossible blocks through shadow work and past life regressions to help them transcend beyond their traumas and into healing and expansion. I'm so excited for this conversation. I love shadow work and past life regressions. These are all things that I have done and actively do and participate in in my own life and I love it. And we're all about expansion over here at Luxuriously Fair. So I'm so, so excited. Lindsay, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, Oh, this conversation is going to be so juicy. I just know it. I can feel it already. (laughs) Can we start? Can we have you talk a little bit about yourself and your why and how you got from where you were to where you are? Of course. So I'm a LCSW by nature, so a licensed clinical social worker. And I love therapy. Obviously, I went into it. I actually struggled with a lot of depression and anxiety when I was younger. I found therapy helpful, but I found that it took a really long time to work through things and that there were certain things that just kept coming up that I could not seem to work through. And then I found my mentor who introduced me to shadow decided that I wanted to give that gift back to other people. So shadow work, for those of you that don't know what it is, it's an umbrella term and it's anything that's in our unconscious. So under shadow work is ancestral trauma, which is things that are passed down from our ancestors 
past life things, which are things that are passed down from our past life. Inner child work um, is under shadow work. So that would be anything that happened when you were young. We especially hold on to things that happen from birth heaven because we're still egocentric. So anything that happens, like if you see your parents get into a fight, you'll probably take that on as it's your fault. So that all ends up kind of saying in our unconscious as inner child things that we need to work through. And then there's womb work, which is dealing with anything stored in our womb or our sacral, sacral chakra. So that's our feminine space. Males have this too, though. And that's where we store a lot of our trauma, especially sexual trauma, um, gets stored in our womb space. So our unconscious, that's just another word. So the shadow is another word for your unconscious. And that's the part of your conscious that you're not aware of at all. So when we're awake and we're thinking about things and making decisions, that's our conscious mind. And then you have your subconscious, which is things that you can access easily, but you aren't always aware of. So like brushing your teeth, going for a drive in the car. The thing about not being able to access your unconscious is it guides 95, 95, 94, 95% of how we think, feel, and act. So a lot of our programs, the way we function in relationships, work, our beliefs about where we fit in in society, they come from our unconscious. Even certain fears we have, if you notice something that's really triggering about someone else, that's probably a good sign that you have a lot of shadow work to do. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. I, so just for anyone who's listening, Lindsay and I met through a mutual friend who is queen shadow seeker. She does all the shadow work things. And shadow work has, I know for me, and I think probably Lindsay, you will attest to this as well, Mm -hmm. absolutely changed my life and like the way that I do everything. Oh, absolutely. It's changed the way I I function in my work, the way I relate to other people, my relationships. And the shifts, I, I took a program, which is how I met my mentor um, called CYLA. Daniel Massey was my mentor and the shifts were unbelievable. And I was surprised at how quickly it took place. Yeah, I think I was really surprised by that as well. And shadow work is, it can feel a little bit daunting. I don't, daunting feels like a strong word. It's, it can be a little bit overwhelming at first because, you know, this process of going into the depths of you and your being, right? And and digging up a lot of the things that you've buried and you've buried them for a reason, right? You've buried them because you don't want to see them anymore. You don't want to feel them anymore. And it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you always, no, you will always see them and feel them. But the process of digging those things up can be really kind of scary, I'm glad you brought that point up because it is really important when you're doing shadow work that you work with somebody that's trained in trauma because it does a lot of stuff up. But I think a lot of people also get scared when they hear shadow work. And if you have somebody that's experienced and can help you navigate and ground yourself, it doesn't have to be scary. And it's Mm -hmm. really almost kind of like watching a movie. It's not like you're back in these traumatic experiences, reliving them all over again. I... One of the things that the things I've been having conversations around lately is I've had people kind of say to me, like, who am I to do this work? You know, I don't want people to look at me, kind of, you know, see me coming down the street and be like, 
oh, there's Lindsay. She's going to talk about shadow work and that's such dark stuff and blah, blah, you know, and in that, in that kind of way. And I'm like, you know what? The world needs this work right now more than ever. The work needs, the world needs this work. And on the other side of digging up all of this muck is peace and joy and ease and we need that so badly on an individual level and a collective level. And the thing about avoiding our shadow is it's going to be there no matter what. So we don't have to address the anxiety or the depression or anything. We can stuff it down and keep repressing it, but it's going to be there and it's going mm-hmm. to affect our life. So when we address it, we can actually heal it and change the way that we're thinking about things and the way that we're seeing things and relating to things. Yes, I love that. And we need, oh, we need it. There's so much power, so much power in this work. It's so powerful and empowering. I have never felt so much connection to myself as I have since starting on this shadow work journey. I've probably been doing shadow work for almost a year now, probably a little bit. Yeah, about a year. And this year has been full of ups and downs. It Um, changes so much. And I think a lot of people get stuck in life. We get so many messages from society that we have to be in these nine to five jobs and we kind of stay where we're comfortable, which is, you know, our body goes into fight or flight. And when we're in a really dangerous situation, that's great. And it protects us. But when the situation isn't actually dangerous and we're just kind of feeding into our fear, it keeps us stuck and it actually Mm -hmm. keeps us from growing. And when we ignore our shadow, it keeps us in those jobs that are unhappy and those toxic relationships that, you know, we've put 10 years into. So we don't want to leave because we can't see the toxic things that are going on because we're ignoring the shadows. Absolutely. And our ego doesn't know the difference, right? Like our body doesn't know the difference between Something that's actually unsafe, like if a lion is chasing you down the street or you're moving to a new house, right? (laughs) Your body. That's absolutely (laughs) right. So your ego is going to give into the fear because it wants to do what's comfortable. That's how our body remembers things. So for example, if you have really bad social anxiety and you're constantly avoiding social situations because you don't want to feel that anxiety, your body just says, yeah, this is unsafe. Don't go to those social situations. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you address that stuff and you actually recognize like, okay, I have anxiety, but this situation isn't actually unsafe. And let's get to the root of where that anxiety is coming from by doing shadow work and dropping into our unconscious. You can actually change the way that your body sees things and that your mind sees things so that those memories feel different. And then your body says, okay, the situation is safe and that anxiety isn't there anymore. Yes, absolutely. Can you explain a little bit about the difference between shadow work and a past life regression? I feel like they kind of get lumped together a little bit and yeah. they're not quite so the same shadow thing. Work, shadow work is the umbrella term and a past life regression is part of what's under shadow work. So your shadow is just another term for your unconscious. So anything in your unconscious is kind of lumped into that some shadow work. Carl Jung actually coined that term. So Mm -hmm. past life regression specifically focuses on the part of your shadow that's from past lives. Oh, probably past life is one of my favorite topics in terms of shadow work. And womb work is another one, which um, you 
brought up earlier and I definitely want to get to that. But past life regressions, a past life regression is how my journey to shadow work started. I I love past life regressions. And there's so many of us that have triggers that we can't Mm -hmm. identify where they're coming from. And they're from past lives. And there's, I mean, (laughs) this is going to sound so ridiculous, but there's so much fun. Like they're absolutely so cool. they really are to realize and I think a lot of people because the way that we do it is we get into a deep meditative state and then you have access to your unconscious and I think a lot of people at first and I know I was like this at first and I was like I'm making this stuff up but the interesting thing is your brain can't just make up stuff that it never saw mm-hmm. and a lot of people that drop into past lives like they look things up and it's accurate from past times my experience with my past life has been Yeah, like I kind of dropped into the past life and when I became aware of my surroundings, and I've shared a little bit about this um, on the podcast before, but when I dropped into my past life and became aware of my surroundings, I was like, I've been here before. And it was like, and I remember, and I was doing this with Danielle, Danielle Massey, and um, she said, what do you mean? And I said, I've been here before. Like I've been here in this lifetime. And she was like, okay, wow, where is it? (laughs) And I was like, it's in Japan. It's in Okinawa. And like, I know this beach and there's a whole story behind this beach. And I think I'm going to have to make a podcast episode about it. But as in a nutshell, this beach at the time was not on a map and it's not even on a road. Okay. Like not even on a road. And I randomly, in quotation marks, because nothing is ever random, had heard about this beach. And I was like, I need to go there. I need to go. And there was just this, like, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. And I spent so, so long, like, walking through bushes. I was covered in, like, scrapes from thorn bushes, trying to find the way to this beach. Eventually, I did find it. And it was just, like, the, the best place on earth. And then when I dropped onto that beach in my past life I was so like I was like recognized it right away yeah and and just bawling my eyes out (laughs) and a lot of us have things that happen in this life like there's probably people that you met that you feel really connected to instantly Mm -hmm. and you're like I've known this person for years or like a place where like you go and you're like like you said like I've been here before and it's because you have that's all things that kind of identify that okay like this is someone I've known for a past life or this is somewhere that I've been in a past life it's such an incredible experience and there really there really aren't words for it. No, it's unless until you experience it yourself. Like when I did my first past life regression and I did mine with Danielle also, I actually and I was upset because I was like not a good person in this past life, which that's we all have past lives that mm-hmm. we were not good people. So if that does happen, don't be upset about it. But I had like turned witches in basically. And I had always had this tightness in my throat because I had a throat chakra block because, and and I realized dropping into this past life that it was because I had turned these witches in and these witches died because of me in this past Mm -hmm. life. So I was able to heal that. And I actually cleared my throat block. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible how we carry things throughout all of these lives that we have and that we experience and how we still hold on to them. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of our mannerisms and the way we interact with people, like I said, the feel, people we feel connected to, they're from past lives. It is really incredible. And for anyone who's listening and they're like, okay, I I want to do this, like, what is kind of the process of, can you talk a little bit about the process of dropping of into course. a past life? And, and So to access our, our unconscious, so we would set the intention that we're going to um, drop into a past life. And the way that I do it is I get you into a relaxed state, what's called theta brainwave state. So it's just a lower brainwave state that allows you to kind of be in a meditative state and access the unconscious. And we work with your higher self. So it's like the version of yourself that knows your past lives, your future lives, this life. They know how to guide you the best. It's um, like a spirit guide, but it's you. And we drop into the past life by getting to this meditative state. And then usually what I'll do is take people to what's called like the upper realm. So it's the, the where all of your spirit guides are. And then we kind of drop down and go into the past life. And I'll start by kind of having you identify what you're feeling under your feet, what you're feeling in your body, because usually that's what people can feel first. And the other thing to keep in mind when you're doing a past life regression or any shadow work is it things come through to people differently. So when we say see, that could mean like you have a feeling in your body. You, you may actually see things and you might hear things. You might just know things. It really depends on what you're in tune with as far as your gifts go. And then from there, I would kind of guide you and ask you different questions about what's going on for you. But you would kind of be telling me what you're going through. And that's kind of how the process works as far as dropping into a past life. The process of going into a past life is, it was very unexpected for me. And I think I, and which is why I asked you to <laughs> kind of paint paint that picture a little bit. I remember just being like, I have no idea what this actually means. <laughs> <laughs> what? And some people do kind of experience what you're talking about and they'll kind of be like, I feel stuck. And so at that mm-hmm. point, I'll ask like really specific questions about what's going on. And that usually helps to ground people. I've never had anybody that couldn't drop into a past life. Yeah. And I remember once I kind of, un- I guess, understood what was happening it was so easy. Like it just felt so good. And I think it's really interesting that you bring up that, like the way that we connect with our higher selves and with our guides and spirit team Mm -hmm. is, is different for everyone. And that was really something that I feel is for me personally, this total personal opinion for me, that was a really powerful thing to know before doing shadow work was how I connect with my guides and how they Mm. communicate with me. And so for me, I'm clairaudient, which means that I hear things. And so when I was in that past life and anytime I'm in, in any kind of shadow work meditation, I know that if I hear something like that's my guides coming through. And so being like being aware of how I connect with my guides or higher self or whoever is in this past life or in, in the meditation was really, really powerful and really, really helpful for me in, in my shadow work journey. For me too. And at first I didn't realize that going into mine. So I was really stuck on, I need to see things and I'm clear cognizant. So I kept trying to like see all this stuff and I was like, I don't see anything, you know? And Danielle was like, well, like, do you know anything? Like, do you hear? And I was like, oh, I just know this. Like, I just know where I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I just know this thing is happening. 
Yeah, even when you can't, if it's like pitch black, you just know what's there. Exactly. Which is so, so powerful, so powerful. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm like getting really giddy. <laughs> Calm myself down. It's so exciting. And like I said, I mean, the, the difference when you do this work, it's like, you know, after one session, it's almost like, wow, like, I can't believe the shifts that I'm seeing mm-hmm. when after years of therapy, I couldn't get to these shifts. And it's after that one session, you're like, when can I have another one? I was like, oh, I'm going to schedule. <laughs> oh. They are, they are really so powerful and so much fun. And so the depth is incredible. And the, the things that you learn about yourself and the synchronicities that come through even things that you know don't really make sense and I'll share in one of my in my past life regression so I was on this beach and and in this past life I was a king and so it was like super 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 long time ago and like I spent a lot of time on a ship because that's basically how things were done then (laughs) and so I was a king on this ship and through this past life regression and shadow work sessions afterwards, I learned that I I was responsible for the sinking of that ship. And so I had to, again, like you said, we're all kind of bad people <laughs> at some point in our <laughs> in some point in our past. So I was responsible for the sinking of the ship. And I was like a, a boy king. So, you know, as responsible as a boy can be. And so a few years ago. I lived in Korea. I moved to Korea a few years ago. And during that time, I moved from one apartment into a new apartment. And so when I was cleaning out my first apartment, I found these photos, these like paintings. And I did not purchase these paintings. They were like way back in a cupboard. Like someone had clearly thrown them up there and they'd forgotten about them. And so when I was cleaning out these cupboards, I found these paintings. And I kept them because I thought they're really beautiful. And so when I moved back to Canada about this time last year, I packed them, packed the paintings, brought them with me to Canada, started my shadow work journey, did this past life regression, learned all these things. Probably last summer, I was cleaning up some like boxes and things that I have and I found the paintings. And one of them- And it's, and I had completely forgotten about them. They, they just, you know, they flew to the back of my mind in the, in the chaos of moving across the world. But these paintings, one of them is a ship on an ocean and there's a wave like coming over top of the ship as though the ship is going to. The other painting is of a king or some sort of hierarchical figure riding a horse. Wow. And I I found these paintings and I pulled them out and I was like, oh my God, these are me. <laughs> like, this is my, <laughs> this is my past life. Like, this is me on my horse. This is my friggin' ship that I sunk in the ocean. Like, this ship that I'm res- I was responsible for the sinking of during this past wow. life. And it was That's so, amazing. it was, yeah, it just, and those things that, th- those things that come full circle are... 
I've always wanted to take a vacation to Africa. I've always felt drawn there. I've never even actually been there in this life. So it didn't really mm -hmm. ever make sense to me. And I have had several past lives in Africa. So I was like, well, that makes perfect sense yeah. because I always want to go to Africa. Go, you should go. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I probably need to go. There's probably things there that I really need to see. Oh my gosh. And like, that honestly makes me so excited for you. Cause like, you can just imagine the things that are waiting there for waiting you. Waiting for me. I know. I, it's in my future plans. <laughs> incredible. That's going to be such an incredible trip for you. Oh, I love it. Shadow work was life-changing to me. I was actually yeah. in a job that I was miserable in for like 10 years. And I was always afraid to leave because I was comfortable there. I'd been there for 10 years. I had a good salary. And after shadow work, I actually left that job and started my own practice. And I am so much happier and mm -hmm. so much more grounded in my work. It's, it's amazing how much confidence you said in, like, I shouldn't say suddenly, but you, that you have after doing shadow work. I mean, the, the exactly. kind of, it's just, it's like clarity on being aligned with what your life purpose is and what you're really supposed to do and not being afraid to do those things. Cause I think a lot of us kind of know our direction to some mm -hmm. level, even before shadow work, but it's scary to make big moves and make big changes when we're comfortable. Yeah. And especially when you're diving into the unknown, right? When you don't know what's going to happen, that's so scary and mm -hmm. yet so exciting at the same time. I think for me, one of the most surprising things about shadow work, and I've said this before as well, is that not, you know, we, when you hear the term shadow work, you think of, you know, trauma, whether it's big T or little T trauma, you think of pain, you think mm -hmm. of fear, kind of all these quote unquote negative things, right? But not all shadow work is negative. And what I mean by that, and I'll give an example. When I was doing shadow work, I, I mean, I still do shadow work, but a time in the past when I was doing, I kind of, I went back to this memory that I remember as being a very happy memory and I was so confused I was so confused like I don't I was in this kind of watching I was kind of there watching this memory from the outside like watching this memory play like you said like a movie screen right like a movie mm -hmm. theater and I remember I was so confused and I said I don't understand why I'm being shown this memory like this was a happy time for me and I remember feeling happy and I sat with it for a little while and I realized that yes I remembered as being happy but it was a time where I dropped all of my boundaries where I had set boundaries mm -hmm. with someone that person showed up in their charm and in their sweetness and I dropped all of my boundaries for that person gave them and sometimes it is just a lesson that we need to learn. Anything mm -hmm. that we repress goes into our unconscious. So some, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like you said, like a big T trauma. It can be small things. And especially when you're talking about inner child work, I mean, we hold on to everything as, mm -hmm. as being our fault at that time. So some of it too, I think, can just give us clarity about things. Like I had a past life where a dog that 
I had that just passed, which I'm very, very connected to animals and like my dogs are my children was my child. And it was very, very hard for me, but I realized through doing shadow work and dropping into this past life where he was my child, that like part of that lesson was letting him go. My dogs are also my children and I can't imagine (laughs) them not, them not being here. Um, but yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It, It's life-changing. And I think until you experience it, it's Mm -hmm. hard to put into words kind of the the changes that you feel and I know a lot of people get nervous about doing shadow work and for those of you that are nervous about doing a shadow work session start with getting a shadow work journal there's Mm -hmm. a ton of them on on Amazon Daniel Massey who was my mentor actually has one on Amazon that you can get but if you're not interested in that one there's also a ton of other ones that you can get and like that'll give you a little introduction it won't get you as deep as actually doing um like meditative shadow work, but it's a good place to start and it can still help you to resolve some of the things that are coming up. Absolutely. And you just touched on, I was just going to ask you for anyone who is like wanting to dip their toe in, where can they start? But oh, that, that's yeah. a great place to start. <laughs> it's a great place to start. Journaling is a, and I mean, journaling really is kind of a part of that shadow work, past life regression process. Just and even just in terms of remembering it right it it just hits that surface layer and really start to get in tune with yourself too there's something called um, a body scan which is really just Mm. paying attention to how you feel from your head to your toe what your thoughts are that kind of thing and that'll help you to start identify what some triggers are for you because when you're really in touch with yourself like that and you can start to feel that shift and start to recognize what's triggering you anything that triggers you that's something that you need to work on in your shadow yeah Absolutely. And like you said, the journal that Danielle created, the Shadow Seekers Journal, it's an, I have that journal myself. I'm sure that you do as well. Um, I do. (laughs) It's incredible. It's an incredible journal. So that is a great place to start. And I will link that in the show notes. (laughs) So (laughs) you can grab it there. For anyone who is really interested in shadow work and past life regressions, and they want to know more, they want to do more, they're ready to, to go to dive in. Because like we've been saying, there's, there aren't a lot of words to describe this process. It really is something that you need to do yourself and experience yourself because otherwise you don't really get a full understanding. But until you feel that shift, it's not really explainable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You're the grasp is not there, right? Yes. When you, when you haven't yet had that experience. And so for anyone who is listening and they want to have this experience and they're ready Where can people go? Where can they find you? How do they connect with you? So I work with the Wellness Collective PA. So if you Google them, their website will come right up. It's also linked in my Instagram, which is under I am Lindsay Zamidi. Or if you go on Instagram and just type in Lindsay Zamidi, my Instagram will come up and the link is right in my bio so that you can schedule a session. Amazing. And I'll have all these links in the show notes on the website. So It'd be super easy for people to find you and connect with you. I have the one other, list. The other easy way to connect with me is you can email me. So it's lzhealingforwellness at gmail.com. And then I can just schedule a session with you. Perfect. Amazing. For I have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. And that is, what does luxuriously fierce mean to you? So luxurious fierce means to me getting in touch with your 
power and feeling empowered, really. That's the first time I saw this, and that's why I was interested in coming on here. I was like, luxurious fierce. That feels like I'm just this powerful being that is so in touch with myself. <laughs> yes, and you are a powerful being. We all are. I love that so much. Thank you it. so much for having me on today. This was great. Thank- yes, thank you for coming on. And I think you're the first person on talking about past life regressions. And so this is really exciting. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And if anybody does have questions, you know, they can reach out to me in any of those ways. Because I know sometimes it feels scary to get started. And I'm happy to answer any questions. I love it. Thank you. Thanks. If you loved this episode or know someone who would, share it and show some love. Screenshot the episode in the app, share it to your Instagram stories along with your favorite fierce moment from the episode. And don't forget to tag me at Luxuriously Fierce Podcast. You can also subscribe, leave a review, and follow me on Instagram at Luxuriously Fierce Podcast and at Luxuriously Fierce underscore. Thank you for listening to today's episode and don't forget to tune in next week for more things Luxuriously Fierce. The Luxuriously Fierce podcast is sponsored by Goddess Support, an oracular online business management company providing you high-level intentional support so you can be the creative and visionary in your business. Goddess Support goes the distance that traditional business coaching doesn't. Imagine having a turnkey team of goddesses that have your back with everything from strategy to implementation. That's what's possible with Goddess Support. We exist to serve the goddess that is you, and we are honored to help fulfill your big vision. Learn more at goddess.support or find us on Instagram at goddess.support.